Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Welcome once again to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast. Here we're aiming to to help you take those steps forward, gain that confidence, and therefore remove that financial anxiety so you can focus solely on making your life more enjoyable. Because that's really why we're all here, just to make life more enjoyable. And this series, we focused specifically on the kids. So this series, Your Kids Money Mindset Series, we're focusing on you, your kids, and try to help when it comes to them. And, you know, we all love giving to our kids. So today we're going to talk about giving to our kids and how you can do that best. So as always, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to subscribe or follow us on Apple Podcasts or really wherever you listen. Clicking that star, leaving the review, it really, really helps us reach the literally millions of other young families out there that are just like you. Last week, we discussed what is probably going to be the most important episode of this entire series, which touched on how you are essentially fully responsible for what future money mindset your children may have, whether that's good, bad, or otherwise. So school is really not going to teach them anything at all, at least from what I have seen. Either they're going to form their own money-based opinions on what friends tell them, on what music videos they like, or you can proactively influence that. But either way, some money mindset is going to be formed. So if you haven't checked out that episode yet, definitely do that soon. Today's episode, though, is titled, What a Nice Gift, where we're going to cover all things when it comes to gifting, from how much you can gift, to what happens if you go over that limit, to interesting ways to consider making the most of that gifting of money that you want to do for your kids. So really, the goal for today's episode, if you walk away with this, is I want you to think about what you may want to do in the form of gifts to make a lasting positive impression that children will benefit from, of course, but also remember and help in positively shaping their money mindset for the rest of their lives. Now, I'm guessing that you are the same as me, where you still remember the best gifts that you ever gave to anybody in your life. That look that you see on somebody else's face, that, you know, the the emotion, it just sticks with you. When you get the gift that's just right, you almost get more than they do just from the reaction. You feel just so fantastic that you were able to give them something that could mean that much to them. As an example, one time for Bob's wife, Savia, Bob and Savia are the founders of the firm, who Savia's father was an inventor by trade. And he has long since passed, but he had all of these original blueprints. So I got a copy of one and blew it up and made it a framed copy of it that she could hang up in her office. And just the the look that she had, the feeling that she had, you know, this was her father. This is what her father dedicated just tens of of years to. What they still work on today was just so, so awesome. Um, Another time in a completely different direction, when my, my sister passed away, the local church, without us knowing or asking, they reached out uh, to the funeral home, and they made prayer blankets for all of my family members in memory of my of my sister. So, you know, it's not something I was expecting at all, but if if my house was on fire, that would be one of the things I would want to grab now. So the, the point of all this is you can do so much with a gift and with a little bit of thought. 
And those are the feelings that we want to be giving our children, obviously. So, you know, the first question is, you know, how much can you actually gift? Currently in 2021, you're allowed to gift up to 15000 per person to any other person. So I can gift 15000 to each of my children. My wife could also gift 15000 to each of our children. So we could cumulatively gift 30000 if, you know, that's what we were wanting to. I could give 15000 to you if I really wanted to. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely younger with younger kids. And I'd imagine you're originally saying by this, Joe, you know, I'm not handing over $15,000 to my kids right now. Maybe way, way, way down the line, depending on th- how things go, how much you help me, Joe, but not today. And, you know, that, that's totally fair. I'm not handing over any money to my kids in the form of a $15,000 check either. How I do plan on helping them, though, with college, I would love to help them get on the right path when it came, comes to saving to their futures. So, you know, for college, if you do decide to use a 529 plan to any degree, and if you remember, this is the school-specific savings vehicle, which was covered in much, much more detail in 5.2 of this series, you can lump sum up to five years' worth of the gifting limit all in one year. So for me personally, I could give my kid $75,000 into a 529 plan all in one shot. Now, if you're going to use funds to to pay for college anyway, you know, why not have them grow tax-free? The strategy that that I like even better, though, to discuss here when it comes to gifting, because a 529 plan, what we're giving to them for college, we're doing that, obviously, to try to help them, but there's not much learning that's built into that. If you do have kids that are old enough, though, to have their first job, here's where you have the opportunity to tie learning in with gifting. So you can match or think about matching their earnings or their savings that they're making at work into another account, a Roth IRA or another investment. Simultaneously now, you're teaching them many different things. So let's say every $100 you make, I'll put in $50 into an account for you. Or every $100 that you save of what you make, I'll put in $50 into an account for you, $100, and I'll match it 100%, whatever it might be. Now you're teaching them about working hard, one, about saving for the future, two, compound interest, three, when you explain what I'm about to go through, and even getting them used to the idea of matching. Matching is what they're going to encounter if they have a work plan, a 401k, or anything like that. Get them used to the idea, you know, see Johnny you just made 100% on your contribution. You put in 100 into this account. I put in another 100. You just made 100%. And now that $2,500, let's say, that's now we've built up in this aggressive Roth mutual fund, may be worth, let's say, $100,000 by the time you look to retire. So, you know, these are lessons that many people don't learn until much later or, or, or sometimes not at all. So it's super, super important, super impactful where you can now start using these gifts, not to just help them accomplish something, but to help teach them something, help them learn something that could last with them for the rest of their lives. And don't forget how this may come into play for your parents as well. As we've talked about before, I I understand if you and your parents don't exactly talk about money, because many don't, as we talked about at length in series three, your parents' money mindset, it's this taboo subject. But if they are in a good position right now financially, 
Maybe they have extra fixed income or your advisor has shown them that they are well over what they need with projections to not run out of money. Then these are things that they can participate in as well if they want to. Grandparents like helping their grandchildren out in different ways. I've had multiple clients walk through my office with investments that grandma or grandpa set up for them. And they really, really valued that contribution and that connection. This is grandma's money. This is grandpa's money that he set aside specifically for me. That resonates. They want to duplicate that. They want to replicate that down the road. And again, I'm obviously not trying to have you hit up mom or dad for money by any means. They worked hard for their money. And first and foremost, I'd like for them to spend it on themselves. But many of them are just going to have more than they may need. Many may want to have something to leave to kids. If asked, do you want to leave a bunch of money in your pockets for your kids to get when you die? Or would you rather see them enjoy it while you're still living? And I've yet to hear anybody I've dealt with say, I would rather them get a bunch of money when I died. Now, maybe that's just my experience, but so far have not heard that as an answer. Now, while there is technically a limit to this, it is somewhat less relevant for many people. The current lifetime exclusion for 2021 is $11.7 million, meaning if you do go over that $15,000 annual limit, you will have to file a gift tax return, and your $11.7 million exemption will lower by the excess. So as you see, for middle-class families, maybe not exactly a real concern from a practical standpoint, let's say, more times than not. Whether you have an $11.7 million exemption or an $11.680 million exemption, you're probably still going to make out okay in that regard. So from today's episode, I'm really hoping that you're walking away with that goal that was set early on in the episode, leaving with the desire to think about what gifting goals you may have for your kids, but more importantly, what lessons you can help in teaching them through that gifting. So what money concepts do you want to teach them? Because gifting can likely help. And remember to talk to your kids about these items. Get them interested in making positive money steps when they're young, and that mindset will carry them exponentially farther in all likelihood than just those kind of few dollars that you spent in the process. Thanks very much for tuning in today, and join us for next week's episode called Your Kid Almost Certainly Doesn't Need Savings through a life insurance policy, where we are going to cover what has often become known as the Gerber policies. You may have had one of these given to you by your parents and really dig into why, in my opinion, you don't want to be saving for your young child through life insurance. Overall, as I always say, if you're able to implement what we cover today, then that's just fantastic. You have less to worry about than before. You can focus more on enjoying life. That's why I'm putting all this content out there. So start thinking about this gifting from today's episode, how you may want to use it to create lessons for your kids to learn. If you are wanting help with any of these things, though, or have questions that you need help in clarifying, check out the Ask Joe section on the show's website, www.enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. And until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. 
Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.